Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. to circle time it's obviously me and i have a very special guest today it's eli rallo you literally just told me <laughs> i get so nervous before i introduce no, same way usually i'm like introduce yourself yeah i'm like, like say I, your own name yeah. <laughs> i also don't know it like my I brain can practice for so long and i still just like have no idea yeah i'm the same way okay well hi eli hi welcome to circle time thank you so much for having me i am me. so excited to meet you i have been a fan for quite some time now. No, same with you. And like ever since I saw your Instagram bio was Adele Dazeem, I was like, that's my bitch. When you DM'd me about that, I knew. Because no one, like, people don't see that for some reason. People don't understand don't it. it. Yeah, and then I did a little Miss Adele Dazeem meme like back when that was viral. Yes. And Adina Menzel re- like storied it. Stop. She storied it. And I was like, wait, really? <laughs> I was like, that's me and her had huge. like a symbiotic moment where it was like Adele Dazeem like all together. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> wait, all of the Broadway people recognize you I love the Broadway girl I know I'm a big Broadway, Broadway girl yeah that's so cool wait did she talk to you or did she just like repost she it? just reposted it and said lol and it was my birthday so I like woke up in the morning and I was like on my phone answering messages and then there was someone that DM me that was like did you see Adina Menzel restoried little Miss Adele Dazeem and I was like that is the best birthday gift that is insane I, I also restoried that it's it's not just, as cool as Adina Menzel no, but I like, think it was cooler because mm. like you and I had the understanding we did when I saw that I was like I feel like she did that one for me. Yeah, you're like, that, one, really that one's for me. It. Yeah, <laughs> it was. No, but I have been watching your TikToks for a long time now, oh since God. you were the jar. Back in the day. Yeah, and then your feta avocado dip. Oh my God, the dip. The dip I changed DMs about that. my life. It's so good. And it's actually my ex-boyfriend's mom no, like, taught me the recipe. <laughs> and you know what? God bless her soul. Her name's Meg. I think about her all the time. She's a good woman. She makes amazing dips. No, the dip, it rocks it's so good it's so good it's basically for those of you who don't know it's like a it's like a guacamole but with feta yeah and you put mike's hot honey yeah and truff and truff and like olive oil and you whip it up so it's like a less of a guac and more of like a whipped dip totally and you eat it with chips it's so good it's so good good. it really is so good and I just kind of think you're iconic and I'm just so happy to have you on thank you so much I'm so happy to be here thank you for joining us I know 
I really want to talk about your book because I'm so, so curious. But before we jump right in, okay, I like to play icebreakers with people here on Circle Time. Love it. And you know, this is technically our first time ever meeting. It is. In person. It is. So we need to break the ice a bit. Okay. It's icebreaker time. Yay. So we're playing Never Have I Ever. Love it. And I know, I know you are in a relationship. Yes, I am. But these are like about dating okay. and stuff because that's, that's like fun. what your book is about. Yeah. Kind of, you know? Okay, ready? Yes. Never have I ever pretended to get a text to leave a date. I've never done that. Me either. Never done that. I've I've definitely said like, oh, my friend's sick. And then you've left? And then I've left. So you have left mid-date before? Yeah. It was just like a weird situation where he said we were going to get drinks. And then he was like, actually, the bar doesn't have like openings, like just meet at my apartment. And I got there and I was like sketched. And oh, he was making me feel weird. weird. So I was like, yeah. I have something. I have to go. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. So I wasn't like, it, it wasn't just bad. It was like, I had a gut weird feeling. You got to follow those. Yeah. Especially when you're like at a stranger's yeah. apartment. And I was like, I probably shouldn't have even come here. <laughs> no, but like, I probably would have shown up as yeah. well. Also, it was a setup, but like, I didn't, it was like a friend of a friend of a friend kind of a vibe. Okay. So it wasn't like an app where he was like completely a stranger, like somebody right, knew him. Right, right. But I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, no, I would have. Yeah, it was I would have left. Okay, but you've never left like at a restaurant. No, never. With someone. Never. I would be too scared. I would feel really awkward. I would feel I wouldn't be able to pull it off. Yeah, I would. I would pull pull it off so horribly, and Same. I feel like most people these days know. For sure, they're like, "Yeah, you just don't want to be here." No, like, what would the excuse even be? Like, like I don't. I can't imagine like getting a text and being like, "Oh shoot, yeah, like sorry, sorry. yeah, I gotta go." Yeah, no, no, I would never. never. Yeah. Even if I did have to go, I would still feel so bad. I would feel so uncomfortable. That I wouldn't leave. Yeah, no, I would probably like. The only and bring thing him with th- me somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I have to go to the hospital. Do you want to come? Have to come though. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just, <be laughs> just so to bad. prove that I'm not lying. Yes, yes. That would so be me too. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. Okay. Never have I ever gotten too drunk on the first date. I've definitely like gotten really drunk on a first date, but like the other person was also drunk. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I've never like woken up the next day like, what the fuck did I do? Okay. But I've woken up the next day hungover, but like the other person was like, I also drank Was also much. hungover. Yeah. Okay. Do you ever feel we- like, would you feel weird about it? Or like, do you get like anxiety vibes? Yeah, I do. I do as well. Like pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Me too. And then I just try to remember like, okay, like this other person was on my same level. Totally. That helps me too. Yeah. And also they probably aren't thinking like, oh, that thing that she said like an hour and a half into it, like right. we were both drinking, right. like whatever. Okay. But yeah, I get bad anxiety. Would you go, did you go on a second date with that person? I did. And then okay. it just like ended up fizzling out. But honestly, like even though we were like pretty trashed. Yeah. I felt like all the choices that were made were like productive ones you know that's good yeah I also think it's like kind of fun well, yeah okay. it's kind of it, fun it depends like if you're both on the same level yeah then you can see like if you have like compatible drunks yeah I feel like if you're yes. not it's so bad. it's so bad and you don't want to get too like into it with someone and yeah. then you got you finally like start drinking together and then all yeah. of a sudden you're like oh, oh my god you're, you're like, like the worst you're like an person. angry drunk or you punching walls and shit like oh no no no, no. That. that's red or like you're like a punisher yeah 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 so bad or like so a bad super like cry emotional like i'm trying to have fun totally. like, or, like even just like like 
like profusely like sweating like yeah. just like overheating there's so many and like, like yeah there's so many bad <laughs> there's so many bad versions of drunkenness and like i feel like i've been all of them but i'm yeah. not consistently all of them also, do you know what i mean i make excuses for myself like i'm like oh i was sobbing last night and like it's just a hot mess like well that's just me being a girl same like literally <laughs> yes. i'm allowed i'm allowed you're not and it didn't happen the time before and didn't have the time after exactly yes like and i'm so not consistently fun. that way no, no 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 it happens to everyone so true but no and yeah. i but i do think being too drunk together is fine. It's fine. But I've never just been like, I'm so obliterated and the other person's sober. I've never been No. There. No, that would be weird. Well, I also just probably like, would read the room. Like if they weren't going to get a second drink or like weren't drinking. Yeah. I probably like I would, would just get like a diet Exactly. Coke. Like yeah. I probably also wouldn't drink. Yeah. This was a situation where like we got drinks and dinner. Yeah. So we also ate, which I felt good That's about. Good. Because yeah. I had like two or three glasses of wine with dinner. And then he's like, do you want to go to another bar? So by the time we left the other bar, it was like five drinks in, which for me is like a lot. Same, yeah. And he was too, though. No, that's kind of fun. So it was kind of fun. You're eating, you're chatting. Yeah, he was great. He was hot. So it was like, that was good. But I've never been the vibe of like, oh, I'm trashed and this person is like taking care of me. Right. Do you have, do you like pregame or did you like pregame your dates? Yes. Okay. I would always do like a glass to a glass and a half of red wine just because it makes me, red wine makes me feel like the sexiest. Really? It makes me feel like the Tired. gassiest. Yeah, gassiest. <laughs> like yeah. I am just acid reflux. Yeah. People queen. have like different vibes for wine. Yeah. But I feel like whatever drink, like you know how if you drink tequila, you feel differently than if you're drunk on wine. Totally. When I drink wine, I feel like sexy and flirty. Okay. So I'll have like a glass and a half, a glass, okay. get myself in the mood and the vibe. Right. Right, right. Always like before a date. It just makes me feel more like that open. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the vibe. Okay. Ready? Never have I ever ghosted someone. I think I have, but it was in college. Okay. That doesn't, I don't think anything in college counts. counts. Yeah. Because and maybe I just tell myself that to like yeah, feel better no, about this too. stupid shit that I do. <laughs> me too. I'm a big stickler on like, I just think out of respect for a person, like don't do something to someone that you would be like really upset. Oh, I to totally, you. I, that is like, yeah, that's like something my, I really believe that's in. Like my even ML. like in my relation, like yeah. even now, like if I, if I wouldn't want like my partner to do something yeah. to me, I like, not would do, do exactly how I want to be treated. Exactly. is how I treat anyone exactly and so I think for me it's like in my adult life I'm like damn that just sucks so bad and it actually takes two seconds to send a text like hey I had a lot of fun getting to know you right I don't see a romantic future good luck with life right that stings but it doesn't burn ghosting like burns it's pretty bad yeah it sucks and so in college I definitely did it but then in my adult life I was like if I'm not feeling it with someone I'm just gonna let them know yeah that's nice you're a good person yeah I try I try good for you I know that at the beginning of this year, I was talking so much about my goals for the new year. And now we're in March and it's been a few months and I feel like I owe my circlers a sort of like check-in, keep myself accountable and let you guys know where I'm at with my goals. And one of those goals was to take my damn vitamins every day. And thankfully I've been keeping up with that, but I genuinely could not do it without care of. Care of, if you don't know, is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. It really is so easy. All you have to do is take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized, doctor-backed recommendation. So you don't have to guess what you want and what supplements are best suited for you, which I feel like was the part that I always struggled with was like picking out what I needed because I'd get recommendations from my friends or other people, but everybody's bodies are different. And thanks to that quiz, first of all, it's easy. It's fun to take. And then I figure out exactly what works for me. And it makes me feel confident when I'm taking 
that I'm taking the right vitamins. Each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals. Care-of also has a free app that's there to help track your progress and how you feel, and you can even earn rewards like discounts and merch when you take your vitamins daily. Plus, the daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compostable film, so you can stress less about your impact on the environment, which is just an added bonus. Care-of really has helped me so much in fulfilling this goal of taking my vitamins every day. Honestly, they've made it so easy, and I just can't say enough good things about it. So go give it a try. For 50% off your first Care-of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code CIRCLETIME50. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter code CIRCLETIME50 for 50% off your first Care-of order. Never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. No, I haven't, but I really want to. I I mean, like, yeah, obviously the idea of it's It's nice. I'm never going to do it. No, I'm never doing it. I'm never going to do it. I also don't, I don't, the kind of guys I'm attracted to aren't guys that would be like, let's do it. I could simply (laughs) never imagine Cody and I being like, should we fuck? (laughs) Like, should we hit the bathroom If we're like on a plane, like that's not sex time. Like that is like, we're watching watching TV and sleeping. We're not speaking, first of all. Yeah, no. Like, I think there's two ways that it could be accomplished. One, a private jet. Don't really know if I'm ever gonna find myself in one of those. Okay, see, I could see that only if Cody and I are the only two people besides on the, the pilot. Exactly. And we wouldn't be because there's like other people, people on, on the those. jet. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one is that in Vegas, there's like a thing, like, okay. a, like a company okay. where you can pay like $100, maybe a little more. Okay. They take you up in a plane for 20 minutes and it has like a bed in it and you just fuck and then they bring you down. I can't. I literally <laughs> cannot imagine doing that. I don't that. think I would really be like, I don't think I'd be into Wait, it. That's insane. So I was like, Talking about like, I went to Vegas for the first time recently. I was talking about all the things I wanted to do. And my parents told me about it. Like, just so you know about a little bit of my parents. They were like, you could do this. You should do this. So I was really? like, yeah, they were like, do this. They're like, no, trust us. It was so fun yeah, when we yeah. did it. And they were like, it was such a blast. Yeah. Wait, that's insane that they knew about that. They knew about that and told me about it. And did they I, do it? They didn't do it. I think okay. that they, they low-key they would though. My to. parents are like low-key like. They're both they're, really hot. And they're kind of fun. Yeah. Like my parents, if you got them in the right like spirit and like gave them some like margaritas, they would for sure pay the $300 and go <laughs> up in the plane. Yeah. But I I also feel like I would have like performance anxiety. That's what I was just going to say. Like I wouldn't be need, like I would have to do I a lot of work Xanax. on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> would have I'm like up like in, the, in the air. Yeah. It would just make me so uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't imagine like being, being like on my A game. No. First of all, like what kind of pilots are these? So true. Like that's not so a professional true. pilot. So true. Like, do they do they have pilot licenses? Yeah. Like, how like, long have they been doing what's this? Going like, on. I feel like they pre-gamed. Yeah. Oh, you know that they're like cause that's awkward. It's they're in the plane. It's weird. They're it's like just horny, bizarre. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, it's not okay. Actually, <laughs> not that. I, that like scares me. Yeah. I think back to my private jet. If I was ever on a private jet alone, I I support that. Yeah. I think that's when it would happen. For right. Me. Okay. And you will be. Uh, I'll do that. You will. Manifest for the life We're that you are. We're manifesting that. manifesting girls. I'm excited for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I can't wait. I'll let me know let how you it know. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let you know how the Vegas yeah, one is. Yeah, you'll have to do that. <laughs> okay. Never have I ever looked through my partner's phone. Oh, 100% have. Okay. Situation. What was the situation? So my ex-boyfriend, there was, I had a gut instinct. Yeah. And I really think, like, I don't think it's appropriate to do it if you don't have anything to go off of. Right. I think you're looking to get yourself hurt. For sure. Everybody says like, oh, this person's annoying me today. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think though, like I had a gut instinct that he had been talking to this girl over the summer. We were at our respective internships and he had slept with this girl before. Okay. And she had been in my sorority. And when she found out that him and I were dating, she was like really not okay with it, even though she had denied him. They had slept together one time. Okay. And they were friends before. They kind of fell out of the friendship after because she denied him. Mm-hmm. And she was just being like really strange about the fact that him and I were dating. And even though I wasn't really friends with her, it was just bizarre. Okay. And they were both in the same city. And I just had a really, I had a gut instinct. And so mm-hmm. I went through his phone and I found out that she was texting him like every single day. And I found really? out he was answering. Okay. And it didn't like appear as though they had ever met up based on the messages I read, but it was pretty consistently like she was texting him like it was her boyfriend, like have a great first day at work and like really? all these things. And this girl was like literally in my sorority. Like I didn't mm. know her. We weren't friends, but it was just like very shady and like shady of him. Yeah. And it was somehow it was a very toxic relationship. He'd convinced me that it was okay. But then to get back at me for they doing it, do, don't he they? hacked into my computer Okay. And into my email and like read my emails and like he knew that my ex-boyfriend sent me a letter over email and he found it mm. and read it. And I was like, this has nothing to do with you. Yeah, so that's odd. I had to change all my passwords and they've been the same ever since I had to change really? them. Really? Yeah. So it actually wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, you know, it never ends well. <laughs> no, it's even when you even before you do it, when you feel like you should do it. Yeah. That's already like the issue. Oh, if you think you should do that, you're in a bad place. Totally. disturbing yeah I remember I like had to make this whole plan where I usually slept on the inside and his bed was against a wall and I was like I want to try out sleeping on the outside tonight and he was like why and I was like I don't know I think it just would be fun and he was like okay and I waited for him to go to bed and I just picked up his phone and read the whole thing okay wow did you take screenshots and send it to yourself I didn't but I just like got up in the morning before he woke up and left and then he was like where are you and I was like why don't you tell me what's going on with these texts and then I'll tell you where I am oh damn so I like I just like didn't want to like walk home late at night alone, but I was like, right. I'm getting up in the morning. Right, right, right. And they were yeah. like really, they weren't good. It was like, have a great first day at yeah, work. No. How are you? It was just like so. No, not it. No, with someone you've slept with before, not it. It's weird. Not it. Yeah. And have you read? Have you looked through your current partner's phone ever? No, I really feel like zero need to. Also, totally. like, he's the world's worst texter. Like, love him to death. Like, it's he's rubbed off on me because now I'm a bad texter. Yeah. But, like, if I looked at my name in the phone, it would be, like, there would be nothing. No. He doesn't text anyone. You shouldn't. But also, like, you don't even feel the need to. No. Yeah, I don't feel the need to at all. Like, if I, like, it would honestly maybe be disappointing. Like, if I was, like, (laughs) looking for some dirt, there was just nothing. Yeah, right. But I feel no need to. And honestly, you're so right. Like, the minute that I decided that I needed to look through that other person's phone, I should have just known. It was too late. Right, It was too late. It's too late. You can't go back. Yeah, you can't go back. And if you even feel like there's that level of distrust, that's the issue. That's the issue. Right. It's not good. Okay. We'll remember that. We'll We'll remember that, yeah. Okay, last one. Never have I ever had a crush on a friend's sibling. I don't think that I have, but my best friend and I used to joke that I was going to date her brother just so I could like marry into the family. Yeah, oh, that's a classic and, joke. Like, I maybe would have done it. Like also, like okay, it wasn't, was he? Was he like, kind of? He's hot. adorable. Okay. Her brothers are cute, and they're like so nice. Yeah, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm so attracted to your brother. Need to hook up with him now, right? But it was more like we can make this work so that I can be your sister. Totally. One of those. Yeah. Are you guys still friends? Oh, yeah. She's my best friend. Okay, that's We good. used to always say it about my brother, too. We were like, then they can get married. Right, and we'll have right, this right, whole right. thing. Right. Obviously, it didn't shake out that way. And that's okay. And you know what? For the best. For I the think best. everybody in that situation is in a happy relationship yeah, now. Yeah, so that's all that matters. Yeah, so we're good. Okay, good. 
Thank God. Yeah, thank God. I'm glad. Otherwise, like, I might have had to swoop in there. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Okay, this one is for my circlers who are in school. And pretty much every time we are doing a story time, I feel like someone calls in who is in school, whether it's college or high school, or you've even gotten nursing school calls, grad school calls, whatever it is. I know we're kind of like mid-semester right now. And I remember when I was in school, that's when I always fell kind of into a rut with studying and feeling motivated and all of that. And I think a lot of times I would get to this point in the semester and I would start doubting things or thinking I couldn't turn my grades around if I was struggling in the class because it was almost too late. And I just don't want any of my circlers feeling that way because there really is always time to improve your grades no matter where you are in the semester. Whether you're focused on boosting your GPA with more projects or want to work more efficiently, Grammarly can help make sure you're doing your best work every single time. Grammarly helps students catch careless errors that will cost them easy points, polish essays, and ultimately get better grades so you can finish the semester confidently with high marks. Grammarly really is a must-have for every single student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. The free version of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions, a tone detector, and a synonym feature, all to help proofread your work as you write. So you can make sure it's mistake-free and nice and polished before you're submitting it. Super easy. And then Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features. Like they have this thing called Clarity Full Sentence Rewrites, which flag and like rephrase hard to read sentences, which is awesome because like I feel like when you're reading your own work, it's hard to do that. But having them do it makes it so much easier. And it just is so helpful. And premium even comes with plagiarism detection. So it's just one more way Grammarly catches the details that go into getting the best possible grade. I just want my circlers to thrive and it's so helpful. So why wouldn't you take advantage of it? From essays and projects to emails and presentations, improve your grades this semester with Grammarly. It is not too late, I promise. Sign up for an account today at grammarly.com slash podcast and get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's G-R-A-M-M com slash podcast. I want to hear about your book because obviously you have a lot of insight and I just like love to hear what you have to say. That's like why I enjoy following you so much because I love your takes on things. (laughs) Thank you. And can I just tell you, I've told this story on, on another podcast before, but the day that I got engaged... The morning I got engaged, I was watching TikTok and when, and your one of your TikToks came up and it was like, what r- engagement ring you are? <gasps> no as way. A sign. Like what, the sign. As the, engagement rings. Yeah. Yes. And I'm a Libra. Yeah. And you described my engagement ring. Wait, no way. Yes. I have and to go back so and watch the video You now. said like Libras are going to have oval yeah. cut gold band. So basically Cody saw the video and then he and was then like, he purchased perfect. it really yeah. fast. And then, and then he was like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I saw it and I was like. I mean, she's right. Like, Did you I know you were going to get engaged? And I do want that. I had like a slight feeling, but yeah. he kind of like threw me off a little bit. Okay, nice. I knew it was coming. You knew it was like around the bend, but you didn't know it was like that morning. That yes. Day. And okay. so I saw that video and I was like, okay, well. Where's my ring? I'm Libra. And she said that that's what I'm going to get. And so it's going to happen. I and better then get it that. literally happened. We manifested. We did. I love that. So thanks. You're welcome. Can, it was I all me. I've been meaning to tell you that yeah. for so long. I'm so glad you waited till in person. You were part of my engagement morning. And I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So tell me about the book. Yeah. How's it been going? Tell the people what it's about. Yeah. Because I'm just 
excited. Thank you. I'm so excited too. So the book is called I Didn't Know I Needed This. And it's basically the life cycle of a relationship from being single to being single again. So the first part is like being single, situationships, hookups, all that mess. And then first dates, second dates, third dates. Part two is actually being in a relationship and like navigating a serious relationship and like how to handle special occasions and holidays and meeting family members and all of those things. Okay. Then the third part is like breakups, heartbreak, and then like friendships and reclaiming your power and honoring your own life. So you kind of end where you started, but with love it. some more wisdom. Right. Um, and it's narrative nonfiction style, so it's personal essays. Okay. It's less like self-helpy and advicey as it sounds, and it's more so just like conversations that I wish I was having with myself when I was in living in those moments. Yeah. And just things I don't think we talk about from like, what do you do when you bleed all over someone's sheets to like queefing and weird shit like that <laughs> right. all the way to like, how do you handle heartbreak? And like, what's the first thing you do when you feel brokenhearted? Right. And I'm so excited about it. It's like, I feel like it's forever in the making because I have like 4,000 phone notes because I write everything down. Yeah. And this book was written like with the guidance of those. I could not have done it without them. Like, my phone notes about how I was feeling in moments and like things guys said to me. And, yeah. Like, Have you always things. like written that kind of stuff down? I've always been a big writer, list person, right. note taker. And so I've always had like journals and everything and like the book, like I, I'm so thankful to my young self for doing that. Yeah. I didn't even think that it was going to be like everything I needed. Right. But I really like one of the first things I did was comb through all my notes and like copy paste onto a big document yeah. called things I want in the book. Okay. And it became sort of like the Bible that I like referenced the entire time. So I'm really grateful to my young self for having, for giving me that gift now. That's awesome. It really like triggered so many memories and like put me back into exactly how I was feeling then. Yeah. I feel like our brains technically forget the bad sometimes. Right. Or even the good. Yeah. And so I'm so excited. It's pre-order is going to be in spring, summer, and then it comes out in fall, winter. So. Oh my God. I cannot wait to read it. Thank you. Um, We talk a lot about like or I we like me and myself talk a lot about books on here and so we will add that to the circular book club because I I literally cannot wait and I just think that the stuff that you say is like just insightful and I love all your takes thank you what was like the hardest what was like the easiest part to write in it and like what was it hard writing about like heartbreak and stuff and reading those notes from like you going yes through it I I remember like when I was going through like my, I had like two big heartbreaks in college. And one was like my freshman, sophomore year boyfriend who was like the first like love I ever felt, but we never said I love you. And it was like the most emotionally abused I've ever been. Incredibly toxic and manipulative. And the second one was like probably the first real love of my life. And he was the kind of person where I fell in love with him, but I never truly liked him as a person, Mm. his values and just like who he was. And so like how shattering that was to walk away from. Yeah. And the first experience, like, I would consistently have this feeling that I would always describe to like therapists and friends as like, there's an elephant on my chest. Like I cannot breathe. Like I can't break the surface. Like I'm drowning. And when I was writing about him, I felt the same way again. Really? And it's not because I'm not over it. It's just because I healed that part of me. I'm not even interested. Like we laugh at him about him now. Like my friends and like my mom and I and stuff. Like it's so over. It's just that like, I didn't know that like, I almost just felt so heartbroken for like myself. Like totally. that person. Like I just wanted to like give her a hug and be like, you're okay. For sure. Because she was so lost. And I think that was the hardest part that I didn't expect. Yeah. And the easiest part, I would say was just writing it in general. People are always like, you wrote a book. And I'm like, it was innate. Like that was something I always knew I was going to do. It just like came out. Yeah. And that was such like a therapeutic process for me that like I 
like I thoroughly loved. Right. And then of course like the easier parts were like writing about my friends. Like that was so fucking easy yeah. to write about like the people who have consistently given me love. Right. That was like a breath of fresh air. But the heartbreak stuff, like I just didn't realize I think how much that was gonna like how many tears were gonna be shed over right. really mourning myself in a way. For sure. And I think like I think you make a good point. Like I like even if I read something or I hear a song or something that like makes me feel like how I once felt. Yeah. I it's like it's not that I'm like yearning to feel that again or like yeah. miss that person, but it's like, damn, I was fucking going through you were going it. Through like through it. Poor me like poor me. Like just like little me. Like had, yeah, the poor had thing. no idea. I thought my fucking life was over. Exactly. Like the journal entries after journal entries, like I'll never love again. Like I just totally. like hated that I had to live there in that mindset. Yeah. And like I like literally built a home on that mindset for so right, long. Right. So I think that was really difficult, but it, it was rewarding too. Yeah. I mean, look at you now and like yeah. look at where that's gotten you. Exactly. Yeah. I think like I don't regret any of it because right. like it's all made sense. Yeah. Wow. That's so exciting. Well, it's yeah. not exciting that you had to go through that, but it's, but it's so no, exciting it's that it's like now. came yeah. out on the other end. Do you write about like, just college in general or anything like that? Because I feel yes. like you have so many stories, stories. from like sororities and yeah. all of that. So I write a lot about college because I think people ask me like, have you always been like confident and self-assured? And like the answer is no. I had like incredible self-esteem issues in college. Okay. One of the other chapters that was really hard to write was the chapters about like my eating disorder and like body dysmorphia. Yeah. And there's an anecdote in the book about like a time— it's a story that like sticks out in my mind and like trigger warning for people. It was, I just felt like such a failure in my life and I was really unhappy with like how I looked. And so I decided like the one way I could succeed is like if I could become a bulimic and I like couldn't get myself to throw up because I don't have a gag reflex, okay. which was how I discovered that. Oh. And it was like the lowest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Like lying on the bathroom floor, like trying to do like harm myself and right. not being able to succeed and feeling right. like more of a failure. Yeah. And I write a lot about how like the sorority impacted me and like this, the setting impacted me of college. I liked college. I didn't love college. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think college is supposed to be the best four years of their life. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. I agree. It was like the worst. Yeah. And I have so many like blissful, happy memories of it. But like I genuinely couldn't wait to get out of there. Right. And I think like it can be both. But when we tell 17 year olds the best four years of your life start now, there's an immense pressure. Yeah. And when it doesn't reach the expectation, you bully yourself. Right. You're like, why is this not the best year of my life? It's like, it's going to be the most formative, but I don't think it's going to be the best. And I write a lot about that because yeah. college was like a really hard time for me. Like I was very unhappy. Yeah. I think it's good to like have that honest take on yeah. it because I think a lot of people are scared to admit it admit that and like yeah. talk about it like you like you just said like you feel like you did something wrong if you didn't like have yes. the best four years of your life You're in like, college why am I not peaking am I supposed to be no totally but it's like I mean I I have like one two friends from college yeah like I don't I didn't like live out my fucking no truth it wasn't my moment no it was not my moment at all but I'm Happy about that. I know. I, I'm like, thank God. Like, post-grad, like, people say, like, oh, the post-grad slump. And it's real for some people, for sure. Like, I was the opposite. I was like, this is my shit. Yeah. Like, I love not being there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So did you move straight to New York? So I graduated in 2020, technically. So I Damn. got— So the plan was straight to New York because I went to Columbia and got my master's. Right, 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 right. But I couldn't. So I lived at home from March to 
to August, and then I moved to New okay. York. Um, okay. To go to oh, school. I feel like I remember all of this. Yeah, it was that was the jars like inception. Yeah, like that was her moment, like being at home. Yeah. And, like, my parents' restaurants were open for the whole pandemic, so we worked at them. So like, okay. I honestly had an interesting pandemic where I wasn't like, obviously it was quarantined, right? But we went to work every single day. Yeah. Listen, you know, here in the circle, I am all about making sure we're all cozy and comfy and just feeling our best, safest, most comfortable selves. And I never want that to change. I want us circlers to always feel as cozy and comfy as possible. And for my circlers who are wearing bras, that is where third love comes in. Because what if you could finally have a bra that makes your boobs look and feel amazing and is actually super comfortable to wear all day? I know this sounds like a myth, like this could is literally impossible because I remember when I swore off finding a good bra because I had this one stupid bra that like the wire in the middle would poke me and scratch me if I moved the wrong way and I would be so uncomfortable for the rest of the day and I just finally was sick and tired of bras and then I found Third Love. I really thought I would never be able to find a good one and I did. Third Love's 24-7 classic t-shirt bra will make your boobs look great and it's also super supportive and comfortable and will not show through your clothes. All things that I love from a bra. It makes my clothes all fit better and makes me worry less because I'm not thinking so much about what it looks like, you know, in that region. And I'm also not getting poked and scratched like I was before. It's made millions of women and their boobs very happy. It's designed for your body and even comes in half cup sizes. So you always get a perfect fit. Third Love honestly just made it really easy to find a bra that looks good and feels good, which, like I said before, I was convinced was genuinely impossible for a long time. So you really have to try. You'll never get stuck with a bad bra again. Returns and exchanges are free for 60 days, and Third Love's team of expert fit stylists is available to answer all of your questions. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash circle time. That's 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash circle time. Can you tell the circlers how you started on TikTok? Yes. Because I think your transition has been so interesting because it's so different from like I know. where you started. And also like how was try- like making that leap? Yeah, it's like honestly serendipity. I'm so lucky because nobody gets to say this, but I got 100,000 followers making these jars. And basically what happened was my brothers and I were fucking around I can't eat gluten. Growing up, we had this like giant trail mix jar that was always gluten-free. So we're like, let's make one for nostalgia and send it to all of our friends who used to right. like come over for play dates. I want to make one for my family. Oh, I want to have a family jar. You have to. It's so much fun. And so we made one and put it on TikTok. And I meant to put it to friends only. Like this is like those stupid things that change your life. Yeah. I put it on like everyone. And I was like, oh, fuck it. No one's going to see that shit. We can just like send it to our friends. Right. And it blew up. And then people were asking, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then the next day, I made a video explaining it. And right. that really blew up. Right. I remember this. Yeah. So that was crazy. And that was in May of 2020. So first 100,000 followers come by, like, July. And in August, I'm moving. And so I made a video being like, hey, everybody. Like, I know I've been doing jar content. I know I've also been, like, sprinkling my life here or there. Like, I'm moving to New York. I'm going to grad school. I'm living in a windowless bedroom this shit's not going to be happening at the level that it is. Like, right. You're not going to be jarring. My parents were paying for the jar. Like right. they were putting the bill over there. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a student. Like right. I'm going to be nannying. But like I would love to take you like on that journey with me. And I think I got like 50,000 followers from that video of people being like, okay. we're here. We can't wait. That's Let's amazing. Do it. And that is like one of the luckiest things that had ever happened. Because yeah. 
a lot of people, and I'm sure I did lose people as well, but yeah. what I gained ended up being more. Right. And so I went off to New York and I still did and slash do do it here or there, just like nostalgia. Right, I'm gonna toss it in. Yeah, and we always, I have one, like people like don't know this, but like my boyfriend's apartment has a jar and it always has different kinds of M&Ms and Skittles because like we like the mixture. I know that people think that's nasty. But I don't like think that. that's nasty. I'm kind of obsessed with the jar and it's kind of weird because I hate mixing things. Oh, you're not like a mixer. I'm not a mixer, but there's yeah. something about the fact that it's supposed to be mixed that yeah. like makes some like something in like my OCD yeah. heart like, you're like feel okay. like it's okay. You're like it's all right. I love it. You have to make one. So yeah, that's how it happened. And then the transition, like I, again, I'm so lucky and I think TikTok then is a lot different than it is now. Like, there's not as much, like, overnight successors. Like, right. even, like, the Alex Earl of it all. Like, she had, like, 200,000, 300,000 followers. Right. Like, she was making TikToks, like, building it up. And then one day, like, things just, like, really went crazy. Yeah. But, like, they don't have those, like, instant viral people as much anymore. Right. And then because of that, there's not as many people who are like, okay, so this was my one viral video. Now we'll be shifting. Yeah. It's like different these days. But yeah, it was really nice. I feel very grateful for that. Yeah. Do you still like posting on TikTok? I do. Yeah. I went through highs and lows with it. I think when the influencer of it all started happening on TikTok in New York, I got really overwhelmed because like I never asked for that. Yeah. Nor was that like my intention. And I always say like, I do not want to influence anyone to do anything other than feel good about themselves. And yeah. if they happen to say, okay, well, Eli loves this like perfume because she says it makes her feel really sexy. I want to try it and they buy it. Fine. Because that's something that I did because it made me feel good. And right. I hope it makes you feel good too. Right. But I'm not trying to like influence in any way. It's an intense word. It's intense. And yeah. so I think that at first, like when I started getting a lot of hate and like a lot of people like scrutinizing my life. I was really overwhelmed because I was like, whoa, I didn't want this. Like, right. I don't want my family and my loved ones involved in this. Totally. And so I went through a period of time where TikTok and I were just like, I hated it. I resented it. Yeah. It made my anxiety so much worse. But then I like made a strange piece with it. I think around the time that I started doing the rules. Yeah. And more of like the astrology content where I was like, I'm just going to make content that I love and I'm going to focus on the positives here because yeah. – 99% of this is positive. Right. And I have felt so much better since sort of like developing a who cares attitude about it all. Yeah. And my book, like I only really did just TikTok for two months. Yeah. So I left my job, full-time job, because my boss was like a creep and I couldn't do it anymore. Okay. And, and I, where was, like that was the journalism yeah. job. Okay. So I was there from May to October okay. of 2020 to, tw- yeah, 2021, May to October 2021. Okay. And that's after you graduated? Yeah, after I graduated Columbia. And I left because my boss was being creepy. I was like, I'm going to get another job. And I signed with a manager. And for two months, I just did TikTok and tried to get my footing. And then I got my book deal. So I was really, really lucky about how that shook out. But otherwise, I would have found another job because I didn't. I love TikTok. I love TikTok corporate. I love everyone who works there. I love TikTok now, but I didn't want to just That makes sense. And so now, though, I love TikTok. I think we're back being besties for a while okay. we had a love hate that's okay now we're having our that moment happens. again yeah do you like instagram i love you instagram. do you do crush it I instagram love your, is my shit memes i don't know like are you what's your favorite platform i don't know maybe like, youtube youtube it yeah. all kind of stresses me out i do like instagram i like instagram when i don't like think too much about it yes but i like youtube yeah just because it's i love watching youtube home. i won't create on youtube but i like to like, you would never back. like do a my managers every day are like, so what's going on with your YouTube? Like, we're going to do that, right? 
I, my ADD is so bad. Yeah. Long form videography. Anyone who makes a YouTube video longer than four minutes, I'm like, I'll kiss you on the mouth. You're so talented. Like, really? My ass can't even like begin to like start with that. See, I feel the exact same way about TikTok. Yeah, that's like, like I what can't imagine says. like not having to explain everything I do yeah. in like full detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I love like. But that's the thing that's really cool about people that create online is like, I am so in awe of your work and I think you're so awesome and I love to watch your long form content with the knowledge in the back of my brain that I'm never, I would never. Totally. I think that's why I like watching TikTok so much. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like for me, it's like I have tried YouTube before. It just like wasn't my jam. Yeah. I put podcasting on, I'm doing like trying to do that now a bit more and get into it. But like, YouTube also for me has always been a place that I go to just like unwind and enjoy. Yeah. I love to watch YouTube. So I'm yeah. like, I don't even know if I want to like make it a work thing. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So that totally makes sense. Instagram though is like, it's always been my shit. Like even before all of this, I loved it. Yeah. It's because you're funny. Thank you. And you're good at it. I just love memes too. Like it's so Your fun. memes are so funny. Because <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck did that even come from? Like the, your mind. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. I yeah. just, I'm always just like, a, I'm a thinker, like a big observer. And Instagram just feels like for me, like I also like selfishly that people that go on Instagram and follow you, they came for Kelsey. Like right. this is not a for you page where they're That's fucking true. St- like, like when you post on TikTok or YouTube, Anybody can see it. Totally. It could go to millions. You have yeah. no clue. Yeah. Whereas Instagram, like technically that could happen. Yeah. But more typically, the people that came and followed you, they came for you because they like you. Right. And so it feels like safe and comfortable and like a happy community. Right. And what's so funny, I feel like I find myself on Instagram being like, don't post on your story or don't do this, don't do that. But then like if I follow someone and they have like fucking 50 slides oh, on their me. story, I love it. Yeah. I'm you're like, like, oh my God, so I followed this person and they post yeah. so much and then I look at myself and I'm like, you're not supposed to post. Yeah, someone DM'd me this week and said that in the morning they have their coffee and they watch my stories like it's the news. And I'm like, okay, so definitely also supplement with an actual news source. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I'm honored. Right. I love storying. Yeah, no, it's, I need to, you're inspiring me. You gotta go, I feel like you would make great memes. No, I don't, I feel like I have too many like inside jokes with myself. Yeah, you're to like, where, this like, is so no fucking funny. No one else would yeah. laugh, but I'd be like, this fucking meme rules. Yeah, you'd be like, it's awesome. Be like, yeah, and, and everyone would be like, like what's not, this? Not quite getting that yeah, one. Yeah, we don't understand. And like, but this one time when I was like six, this crazy yeah, thing you're happened. Like, you don't get it. Yeah, no. You're, I'll stick with yours. Okay, I'll okay. just start reposting more of yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, great. Because they always speak to me. Okay, we like to do a little bit of story time on here where people call in and ask us for advice that's so fun and we try to give them advice and Love i feel it. like you would be really good at it yeah let's do it okay marsh we're gonna do some stories hi kelsey my name is audrey and i just need some advice on what to do or like how to figure out what i want to do after high school or like pursue as a career because i'm a junior in high school and literally all of my teachers have been asking me like what do you want to do after high school all that stuff and I literally have no idea and I feel like I only have two years to figure it out and that's like a lot of pressure so yeah let me know how you figured it out I love you bye oh she's so cute that was sweet that was so cute okay well first of all Audrey you did not have only two years to figure out what you want to do I think that a lot of times people think that they need to know exactly what they want to do by the time high school is over or like what they want to 
even if you're not going to go to college, like what you what you want your career to be, or if you do go to college, what you want your major to be, and like yeah. then you have to stick with that and do it for the rest of your life. And you are like about to enter into like the most exciting time of your life to where you can like literally try out a million different things that you want to yes. do. And there's no like rhyme or reason to any of it. And I also feel like a lot of times like teachers just don't coming. I am a teacher. I used to be. And I, I come from a family of teachers, so I'm allowed to say this, but I feel like sometimes they don't mean to ask certain like they don't even know what they're asking they just want to like talk to you about something and like you just because your teacher's asking you what you want to do doesn't mean you need to have it all figured out yeah you're what 16 yeah if 16 year old me had to decide what i was supposed to do for the rest of my life no i i don't even know what the fuck i would be doing i wanted to be on broadway when i was 16 and i still want to be on broadway you could i still fucking want to be on broadway but like (laughs) i actually like i knew that i like I knew who I was up against. So the decision to not do it was right, that. Right. But like, I don't want that anymore. And I think like you grow and you change yes. so much from when you're 16. I, I personally changed my idea of what I want to do with my life when I was a senior in college. D- like, I mean, I graduated college doing something completely than what I'm doing now. Yeah, like, like 180. It, like it, you never actually know where life is going to take you. And I feel like a lot of times people try to think of the most practical thing to do or like what's gonna, you know, make yeah. them money and what their parents are going to be happy about. But like right now, all you have to do is like, why don't you pick out three things that genuinely bring you, you joy, joy yeah. and find if there is something that you can pursue in those and like just tr- try those out. Yeah. And maybe you won't end up liking them once you like focus in on yeah. them a little bit more, but that's like also fine. I also like, think like the heart of this podcast is about like what child hood joy was yeah, for you for sure and I always whenever I'm feeling stuck or like I lost my spark I try to think about like when I was a little kid and like nothing mattered what did I love most? exactly and like even if it's just like a movie you liked as a kid like watch it go back to that place of like what did I feel what what brought me joy then because truthfully that's probably what your passion is right and and it's okay to like want to follow that and I feel like a lot of times you hear people like your teachers or your peers or whatever it is and you feel like you should be doing something different or what you want to do isn't like what's deemed cool or like acceptable but like that doesn't matter at all and like just try a bunch of different things out and like see what genuinely makes you feel good purposeful and good and like follow that and you will grow so much more than if you try to just like put yourself in a place that you don't really want to be in but you just feel like you have to be in I totally agree and you're going to be totally fine. You're so young and you have yeah. so much beautiful life ahead of you. And I'm, I'm excited for you. I think like on some level, everyone is still figuring it out when they're in their 20s. No, and their 30, like, I completely agree. Like yeah. I'm about to be 30. Yeah. Well, not about to be, but this year I'm turning 30. And like you think that you're going to be so different when you're yeah. 30. I still feel like I'm like 16. 16. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I can't like I'm going to be a mom eventually. Like yeah. it's like... I sh- I'm feel so young, but it's yeah. like, I just think that you always think that you're going to feel ready for what's like to come. Coming, yeah. And you always feel like you're growing. Yeah. And so, so there's, you can't like put the pressure on yourself because you're, you're yeah. still growing. You're always growing. And it's so okay to change your mind. Like, oh my God, we live totally. in this universe where we do not allow people to change their minds. And it's insane to me. Like you can change your mind 1 million times before you're going to be like, this is the one. For and that's sure. okay. We for love sure. that. Because I'd rather like, someone change their mind and get what they actually 
want, want rather yeah. than like just stay in something because they think that they should be there exactly. even though they don't they want to change their mind they're just like refusing Scared to or whatever yeah yeah I totally agree you're gonna be fine audrey you're we're here so for okay. you we love you we love you Hey, Kelsey, it's Emily. Much like everyone else that calls in, I love you, love your podcast, love your YouTube channel and everything. I just had a question since you are very newly married. I'm getting married in April and like you and Cody, my fiance and I already live together. So sometimes I worry or get nervous that after we're married, nothing will really feel like it's changed since we're not like moving in together. We're not like buying a house together or anything like that. And I was just wondering if you had ever felt that way and maybe some ideas you had or things that you do or did to like make it still feel new and different now that you're married. We're like going on our honeymoon right after our wedding. And like, obviously like I'm going to, you know, change my name and like other things will change. But I just mean like in kind of the day to day, like how did you like find that excitement of like, oh, now things are different now that we're married rather than just engaged hope that makes sense thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question love you bye i, I love you that's so you're cute. so like peppy she has such a bubbly voice i know that made I me love like your so voice. happy <laughs> i know i'm like i love this i want to come to the it wedding amped me up <laughs> okay i feel like do you and avery live together not yet okay i feel like when you when you first move in, that's like the biggest transition because then you're like, okay, what else do we have to look forward to? And Cody and I from the start have said like, just we have to like continue like going on dates and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same thing now. Like, sure, we already lived together and we already have a dog together and we've done all these things that like maybe you sh- could or should happen after. But like, first of all, there's no real timeline for anything. Mm. Second of all, like, just the fact that you're married and like he's my husband now, like it's all still so exciting and like it makes everything like feel so much more solid, even if you've been solid before. Like there's something about it that like just makes it feel like you're much more of like a it's unit. Paperwork, it's like legal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, it just I think that if you fall into the pattern of and same thing, like when you move in with someone or like when you have been with someone for a long time. I think if you fall into the pattern of like, nothing's new anymore. Like we've already done this. We've already done that. Like we have nothing to look forward to. Then you, then you start to kind of act that way. Yeah. But like, if you remember how exciting it was when you first started dating and how much you still like that person and why you're dating that person and why you're marrying that person, like it, it's still just as fun and exciting as it was when you first started. And I think like, you can't like succumb to like the, well, we're already like, we've already done it all. I guess we just like don't have anything to look forward to. Like you have your whole lives ahead of you now, you know? Also, I'm not married or anything, but I think intentionality is so important. Like a lot of my friends are starting to get into the place of like getting engaged or moving in with their partners. And one of my friends was like, one of my New Year's resolutions is to be more intentional about my relationship because we live together. So we spend all this time together. Yes. But it kind of slips into this mode of like, we're not being intentional about it. For sure. And like, you can always make someone feel special and they can always make you feel special and new in different ways. And like, it's going to take a little bit of effort, but when you work at something, then it works. I always say that. I totally agree. And it makes it so much like more special. And rewarding. Yeah. Like you you're, you remember why you want to be there in the first place. Yeah. And I think like so many times you 
like you lose that, whether it's because you're trying to move on to the next step in your relationship or you feel like you've already done enough in your relationship, whatever it is, I feel like you kind of lose those moments sometimes. But it's like the day-to-day shit is the most special. Yeah, that's so true. And like, why live for all these big moments if you're doing nothing in between? Like make every day like special, Yeah, you know? Remember why you're choosing to be with that person. That's so true. So are you guys going to move in together? I think soon. Yeah, we're we're trying to like figure out plans and stuff. Our leases don't match up. Okay. Practically live together now. Only okay. just because I have roommates, which who I love. But also my apartment is like, it's not small, but like for the amount of things I have and like on a day to day, it's yeah. just cramped. Yeah. I also just like, I just love sleeping with, like yeah, I just yeah, love yeah. sleeping about with him. Like yeah. I... I don't know what it is. He lives alone. He has a one bedroom. I love like cooking in his apartment, mm-hmm, like having mm-hmm. those kinds of date nights. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, there's like a bunch of reasons why that I just like feel so comforted by like, I don't know, sleeping in bed together. Yeah. So I really do sleep there like every night. Okay. Maybe like six days a week. Yeah. So it's like kind of feels that way already. Right, right, right. So we kind of laugh about it. Like what would that really feel like? And I guess it's like, well, when I say I'm coming home, I'm coming here. Right. And also, like, all your shit is there. And yeah. you don't have to, like, pack a bag. Oh, yeah. That no. was, like, the that's, biggest yeah, thing. Or, like, the biggest thing. Or you leave a couple things there, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden, you don't have that, like, one top it's that you wanted. so annoying. Yeah. Like, yeah. my straightening iron was there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And every time I was there, I kept forgetting it. Yeah. So I'd be like, slick back fun it is. Yep. Again. Yeah. We're slicking back my hair again. Right. And a lot of times I'll go there for like two days at a time because he is lives in um like Jersey City, Hoboken area. Okay. And like my insurance is taken over there. So yeah. when I need a doctor's appointment, <laughs> right, I'm right, like, right. let's hit it up because I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. So I'll stay there for like a few days at a time. But then I'm like, I'm living out of a drawer with like two things that I don't even right. like. It definitely definitely changes it's yeah. awesome like yeah. living together is like the best I know I'm so excited but I also am I'm pining for a dog I really okay. want one yeah I'm not ready for one until after the book because I'm just so go 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 right, right, right I don't think it's fair to be traveling as much as I travel right now and have one mm-hmm. but I really want to get a dog mm-hmm. and so I think like we're on the horizon like not yet definitely gonna wait for the book but we really really want a dog that's exciting yeah do you like do you guys like having a dog together oh my god it's the best it's also like just fun to see your partner kind of like take the role of parent yeah but without like an actual human child yeah yeah but like just to see like how we like work together because like you know we've taken him to the vet so many times and like there's been moments where he's like throwing up and we don't know what to do like to see like how you work together or to see like how involved he like is Is. and how like if he'll drop stuff to help you like you know what i mean it's interesting. And it also probably makes you like love him more in a way. Totally. You're, like, like seeing him like, like hold the dog. I'm like, oh my oh, God, and, like, so sweet. Also just like care for the yeah, dog oh my God, so totally. deeply. Yeah. Like when my like childhood dog died, my dad was like weeping. Yeah. And I have never seen him like that. And I yeah. was like, it's just the care. It's yes. like kind of like such no, a nice thing. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recommend it. Ugh, I want one so badly. We got chilly pretty early on in our relationship, but we kind of like did everything quickly it felt like besides getting engaged when it feels right you're just like okay yeah it's like we've had we we used to have moments like when we were like first moving in together and stuff where we were like should this feel weird yeah like should we be worried about moving in together because like I don't feel weird and he didn't feel weird yeah why not just like do it yeah no I'm the same way and so and it obviously worked out but yeah I think I love it Emily sorry I really sidetracked on that one but uh (laughs) You're going to be Getting great. Getting married is literally the best. It's been the best month ever. So you're going to love it. And 
treat every day like it's special. Yeah, that's great advice. Should we do one more? How? Okay. Let's do it. Ah. Hey, Kelsey. My name is Emma. I'm a huge fan of the pod and literally every single thing that you do. Oh my God, thanks. Um, I was here to just ask you, how do you deal with rejection? I've been sending in a bunch of nursing school applications lately and I recently just got my first rejection from a school and I honestly don't deal with a lot of rejection. So I was wondering how you cope if you ever do cope with rejection, like professionally or even socially. So... Thanks. Love you so much. Mwah. Love you. Yeah. I always want to say I love you back and then I'm like, like I love you too. <laughs> like interrupting them as they're yeah. talking and Okay, this is a good question. This is a really good question. I feel like it's tough to answer because there are so many like it's so situational a lot so of the time. So situational. You know? Yeah, I think for me, I think like I do this a lot, but I think sometimes we tell ourselves a story about something and it's like not actually what the thing is. Like at its base level, we have projected a lot of negativity onto rejection, but in reality, it's just like a neutral thing. Totally. That happens. Yeah. And I think for me, I started to switch my mindset. So when I get rejected, I don't look at it as somebody doesn't want me. I look at it as the universe saying, let's just take you from the wrong path and get you on the right one. I'm just going to redirect you here because if you go that way, it's wrong. I love that. And then it becomes a win-win. Right. And I also always tell myself, like, if I told you that you had to get rejected from 10 nursing schools to get to your dream one, you would be really excited to get rejected from them all. Yep. And it's the same thing with dating. Like, if I told you you, you're going to go on 11 dates and you're going to get rejected by the first 10 people, but the 11th person is going to be the love of your life, you would be rushing to get rejected. You'd be thrilled. Yeah, very true. And so I think a lot of times you have to reframe the story and be like, this is the universe just saying like, hey, girl, hey, Emma, this is not the school for you. Right. You don't want it. Trust me here. Yeah. Let's go find you the one that you do want. And then it becomes a win-win. Then rejection becomes like either I'm getting redirected Either you get redirected or you're getting accepted. Yeah. Yeah. I That's honestly perfect advice. I think <laughs> you. personally you. love it. I was literally going to say that I just think that like I always try to remind myself that everything is happening for a reason, for a reason yeah. and that there's like even if you have it in your mind that there are a million reasons why this is the exact perfect school for you. Something's going to come along and it's going to shift that and you're yeah. going to you're going to two years down the line, be at a different nursing school and be like, thank God I didn't end up going to this school. How many, like that's happened so many times in my life with so many different things that I thought I wanted that I, and like, I just, there's been so many times where I've been like, why didn't this work? This was supposed to work and this is what I had planned and it didn't work and I can't wrap my head around it. Two years later, I find out why. Exactly. It's never going to fall like right into your lap, but like you're going to look back. You're not even going to realize it's happened and you're going to look back and be like, holy shit, if I went to that school, I wouldn't have met this person. I wouldn't have gotten to this job. I wouldn't have done this. Like there's like the invisible string is very real. And I feel like you got to like just trust the universe on that. Also, the reason for every no makes itself known to you. It just might take a little while. Yeah. Like the reason why you didn't get into this school, Mm -hmm. it's not obvious to you now, but it's going to be. And I rely on that a lot as well, which is I think really similar to what you just said. Like 
even when we were growing up and people were like, what's your dream job? You couldn't have said like, I want to do YouTube and have a podcast. Like you don't even know Never. your dream job existed. Exactly. No, so true. And now look at you. <laughs> Having a podcast. Look at you. Podcast And girls. look at you writing a book. Exactly. Like we didn't even realize these things were our dream jobs. Right. Or like right. anything, like our dream school, like nothing. But like we had to get go through everything else that we went through and all of the different places and jobs and creepy fucking bosses, bosses and to all get that here. shit to get to where you are now. Exactly. I think you're going to be just fine. You are going to be fine, Emma. You're going to be a great nurse. You're going to get into great nursing school. I'm excited to see where you end up going. Yeah, we need to follow. We need to call back with yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to do like a where are they now? Where with, are they now? With the circulars <laughs> who call in and it's leave a full episode. Like it's just <laughs> every single one calls back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited, Emma. You're going to you're going to find the perfect nursing school. Yeah. Okay, Love there that. are our stories. Those were great. And my favorite and final thing to do is journal time. Yay. And I write out these questions and I fold them up. I love it. In my, with my pipe cleaners, that's what these are called. And I basically find them from like elementary school. Oh, I love it. They're like questions for like elementary school yeah, kids. Yeah, like circle time, literally. Yes, but like hopefully they'll yeah. spark your brain. No, they're going to be perfect. Brain. Okay, so I pick one. Yes. Whichever one you want. We can do a couple. Okay. I really like every time I fold these up, I try to guess what the person is going to go for really? first. And I was not expecting you to go for green. I'm but I was expecting you to go for one of the sparkly ones. I was going to go for purple because it's my favorite color. Okay. But then I was like, do something different for once, girl. That's beautiful. So that's what I did. Okay. Here we go. This says, what is the best breakfast cereal? Okay. God, it's a great question. So... Before I was allergic to gluten, it was Captain Crunch 100%. Oh my God, I, I would, haven't had Captain Crunch in so I would eat long. that shit till my mouth bled. Like, it's so that fucking happens. good. It does. Yeah. They really Why? need to fix the manufacturing, yeah. but also it's kind of like, it's, worth it's it. kind of part of the thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a kind of part of the experience. So I would probably say like, I love like a Honey Nut Cheerio. Okay. Or like a cinnamon like life cereal. They're boring when you get to be gluten free. No, well, those are all really good. Yeah. But, okay. If you had to give like the signs as cereal. Oh my God. Okay, what are you again? I'm a cancer. I love cancer girls. Oh my God, yay. I've learned that. I gravitate towards, not boys. Not men, no. I've never dated or anything with a cancer man, no. (laughs) I won't. Please. Uh, Cancer girls, I like all of my closest friends. Are cancer women. Either cancer women or Libra women. Oh, I love it. Okay. Can you just give me, like, what do you think a cancer would be cereal-wise? Something like really, really sweet. Maybe like cinnamon toast crunch. One of like the like lucky charms. Yeah, one of the like really sugary ones. Okay. But cancers don't tend to be lucky. Honestly, I would give lucky charms to a Libra. Really? Libras are like I love lucky, lucky charms. girl energy. Sorry, they and they love the beautiful things in life. And think about the little charms. Like Libras gravitate toward beauty. Wait, I'm kind of excited about that that you said that. Yeah, I'm no, I think I would give lucky charms to Libra because first of all, they're in- lucky. Okay. And second of all, they gravitate toward the beautiful things. And okay, those are beautiful. Cancers would be something like sickly sweet that like makes you ill if you eat too much of it. <laughs> it, it would be like cinnamon toast crunch or like no, cinnamon toast crunch is too like really not that sweet. Yeah, something that's like sweeter than that, like just sugary. Like, like cocoa pebbles. Yeah, maybe like fruity pebbles. Like something just so out of control. Okay, like something like okay. that. Let's do one more. What would a? What's your other like? What's another sign? What's Avery's sign? He's a Scorpio. Okay, what would that be? Scorpio would be something like a little mysterious. Like 
you know when they do like the Count Dracula okay. like serials <laughs> or something like that? Like they would be one of those. Okay. Or they would be one like the Cookie Crunch where they're like super hard at first, but they get a little soggy once they're in milk. Oh, so they I soften love, up. Love that. The Scorpios have a hard exterior, but if you get inside, they're a true water sign at heart. Okay. So those maybe those Cookie Crunch ones. Okay. Can you tell me what a Sagittarius yes. would be because that's what Cody is? Oh my god, I love Sagittarians. Sagittarius would be something like really fucking fun that like feels like being hungover all the time and high on life at the same time. Like Reese's Puffs or like Fruit Loops? I would I would say Reese's Puffs, honestly, because okay. it has that song that went along with it in like the <laughs> early 2000s. Reese's Puffs feel like a really good for Sagittarius because they're like a party. Like I remember growing up, my parents wouldn't let me have that unless it's like a special day. Me too. Because it doesn't even feel like breakfast at all. It's like it's so not. far removed. It's like, not. You can't make an argument for it being <laughs> no. anything other than a damn good time. It's and True. Sagittarian. Okay. Wow. That really got me pumped up. Yeah, you're honestly. like, I'm fucking excited I'm now. So couldn't, I'm married couldn't, to Reese's Pie. I really am. <laughs> okay, you want to do one more? One more. We have to go with purple. Sorry. No, you're so really good. Sweaty palms. I'm always the same way. All right. This is so cute. Oh my God. All right. Here we go. Talk about something fun you did last weekend. Oh my God. Easy. <sighs> I love Were you it. Here? So I wasn't here yet last weekend. Okay. I got here on Sunday. Okay. So that was technically last weekend when I got here. It's it was fun. pouring rain. Oh, my mom and I. So she's never been to LA. And so I was trying to show her like the basic LA spots. Okay. She said she didn't need to see celebrities, but she wanted to go where they go. Okay, so I was look, like, Craig's it is. Classic her. <laughs> I was like, Craig's it is. <laughs> okay, that's so perfect. So we pull up there and we just like got drunk and like we were like wheezing hysterically. And like I was being way too East Coast for the environment happening in there. Like it was so LA. It was having its most quintessential really? stereotypical LA moment with like people thinking that they are like the hottest shit yeah. that has ever graced the earth. Duh. Like on another level. Yeah. And I was sitting there and my mom and I were like getting drunk and I saw my friend Catherine, Catherine Gallagher. She's a Broadway girly okay. from New York. She's been on TV. She's in Broadway. And yeah. that's how I know her. And I like screamed. I was like, <gasps> and like jumped up and everyone in the restaurant looked at me and I was like, that was so like theatrical East Coast of me to be so loud and like whatever. It was just like I don't the think best that that's time. That bad. It was just the best time. Like everyone looked at me. My mom was like, everybody was like, what is this girl on? <laughs> and then we ate so much ice cream and just like, we were just drinking champagne. We just had a great time. Oh, and that's like beautiful. Her and I haven't spent a lot of time, just like the two of us in a really long time. Yeah. And it was like raining, but we had a great moment. It was like Sunday. Vibes. I love that. So that's what I did last weekend. That was fun. That's amazing. What else have you done in LA that like, oh, you brought your mom to Erewhon. So I brought her to Erewhon. Did she like it? She liked Erewhon, but she liked Sun Life Organics better. You know what? That is such a queen move. Yeah, it's such a queen, such a Libra it's move. It's so true. It's so true. The smoothies there are better. Yeah, they're better. And then yesterday she wanted to go see the most expensive architecture and like real estate in LA. Okay. So I was driving and she made me drive all the way up like the Hollywood Hills on like Mulholland Drive. That's terrifying. Like yeah. all the way up, all the way up yeah. to like the tippy tippy top on the side of a cliff. And she's like, oh my God, I think that's Beyonce's house. <laughs> oh my God, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's house. And she's like taking photos and she's like, okay, I'm going to live in that one. We were up there for like an hour and a half. And then I was like, is that like the activity you wanted to do? And she's like, that was great. That was like so much fun. Like still raving about it all night. She's she's texting me links like this is Beyonce's mansion. This is oh this my mansion. God. And then she was all disappointed because Harry and Meghan were out to dinner last night in West Hollywood. Really? They were. And my mom what are was they like, doing roaming it. around? I, I don't know. They went out to dinner. 
And they were like, it was written up in page six. And my mom sent it to me and was like, fuck, we missed them. <laughs> and I'm like, what are we going to do? Like stalk these people? <laughs> like, oh my God, I didn't know they were here. I think they live here, yeah. What? I think they live in California. I thought they lived in like, I don't even know where. I, th- I thought they lived in Canada. I think that was their original plan. But okay. then, then something happened and they rerouted. They were like, there's not enough So they live here, but they were, like, they were photographed out to dinner last night in West Hollywood. Really? Yeah. That's insane. They were, so my mom and I had a reservation at the Tower Bar that we didn't go to. We okay. just like, were tired. Yeah. And the Tower Bar's sister restaurant is where they ate. And my mom was oh, like, oh, God. We fucking, we really mm. could have seen them. And yeah. I'm like, we... <laughs> we probably wouldn't you have. You wouldn't have, but you like, would have felt like you almost did. Yeah, you know we would have I mean? been like in, we would have like felt close to them emotionally. Right. Yeah. But we've just been having fun, like fucking around, I think really, which has been great. Would you guys ever live here? Would you? I like it here a lot. Okay. I think it would have to be a bi-coastal moment. Yeah. Only because I am so East Coast to my core. Yeah. Like the Italian Jew in me like needs the East Coast yeah. for so many reasons. Yeah. And like my whole family's there. Right. But I will say waking up when the sun is shining here makes you want to get out of bed in a way that New York City simply doesn't. That makes sense. Like in New York, sometimes I want to lay in my bed all, all the time yeah, forever. Yeah. And I also really like to drive with like my Glee cast recording on. Mm, it's the best. <laughs> Trust me. I know that that is a good <laughs> That's move. That's kind of like my yeah. shit. <laughs> and so like that is another like attractive thing to me. Just like being able to be in charge of your own transportation, which doesn't yeah. exist in New York City. Like you're yeah. always, somebody else is always in charge of getting you somewhere. That would stress me out. Yeah, it's like you never know. Like, is the subway going to be fucked up? Right. Is the bus even going to come? Right. Like, the Ubers are ridiculous and so expensive in the traffic. Yeah. So I think like I do like the idea that like in LA you get to be like super independent yeah. in a way that New York doesn't allow because you need to rely on other people a lot in New York to get places and do things. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Would you ever do an East Coast moment? Or are you here forever? I mean, I've been here my whole life. I'm probably not going anywhere for a long time. Yeah. I can see Cody and I like spending a month in New York. Yeah. Like I feel like you guys like New York. We I love it. Yeah. I'll be there in April. Oh my God. Yay. We have to um, see each other. Yeah, for you sure. You have to come on my podcast. Oh my God. I would love to. I'm so there fun. for like three days. Okay, but yeah. Quick, I would love to quick squeeze split. you in. Yeah. If we can squeeze it in. <laughs> but I can't imagine being there for, for full time. Like yeah. my family's here and. Everything's here. Once you're here, like you can't. Yeah. I can't imagine going to like the cold. Yeah, I think that's really you what know? it is. Like coming here feels like such a treat. I'm like, oh God, the sun's shining. Yeah. Like it has been gray skies in New York City for like two months, just straight gray. Right. And I feel like every time I go there, it's like spring or fall. And so I'm like, it's yeah. so stunning You're here. You're like, this and, is like, the best. My brother to- moved there for a bit. And I just remember him being like, it's kind of miserable. Like this, yeah. it's, it's cold a lot more than we realized yeah. that it's cold. And I, I think was like, that makes in sense. New York, you have to go out of your way to find shreds of happiness. And in LA, they're like, happiness. <laughs> like they're like shoving it down your throat. <laughs> which like, also is kind of annoying. Which is annoying as fuck, It's actually. nice to be like yeah. miserable sometimes. And yeah. just like, allow, like, let me be miserable. It's let fine. me be miserable. Yeah. I read something recently that was like, when somebody's in a bad mood that's in your life, you need to let them be in the bad mood. It's Some people true. need to be in a bad mood and get it out. I'll tell you when I'm ready to like get out of it. Yeah. Like I need to be in it. Like let me be my But funk. if I like want to be in a good mood, then I'll be like, okay, like let's, m- let's make me laugh. Yeah, come on, take me somewhere. <laughs> yeah. like, let's do something fun. Fix it. Yeah. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm happy you're here and I'm happy Thank that you, you got to come on Circle Time. Thank you so much for having me. It's this is such so delightful. a pleasure having you on. Oh my gosh, you're I such was a so doll. excited. Me too. It's been amazing. And come back and visit us. Yeah, I got to come back for the callbacks to hear how yeah, the girlies yeah, are yeah, doing. Yeah. You have like, to. You have to. I'll let you know. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Well, thank you all for Thanks, guys. joining us. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Love you. Circle Time.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.